0: Welcome to the podcasting for business show. I'm your host, Lindsay Gould, the founder of the podcast boutique, the next level podcast production company for entrepreneurs and business owners who want to get known and turn their listeners into paying clients. In this podcast, you'll learn the strategies to launch, grow, and monetize your podcast, all while saving time in your business and having some fun doing it. Hello, everyone. In today's episode, we're talking all about embracing equity in your podcast, Tomorrow is International Women's Day and this year's theme is exactly that, it's embracing equity. So what is International Women's Day? It's about celebrating women's achievements, it's about raising awareness, about things like discrimination and also about taking action to drive gender parity. So International Women's Day is for everyone. It's not just for women or people who identify as women. It's for everyone everywhere. So whatever you're doing this International Women's Day, whether it's running an event or even if you are just simply thinking about this theme, listening to this podcast and maybe having a conversation with a friend about it, inclusion means that all International Women's Day action is valid. So as well as this being the theme this year it's important to recognize that one of the conversations that international women's day this year is seeking to have is this difference between equity and equality and why it's important to understand acknowledge and value this well the hashtag embrace equity campaign this year it's aiming to get the world talking about this because equal opportunities, they aren't good enough anymore. It isn't just about having equal opportunities. And in fact, equal opportunities can be exclusionary rather than inclusive. So equality is about each person being given the same resources or opportunities. Whereas equity recognises that each person has got different circumstances, different life experiences, and it makes sure that the exact resources and opportunities needed for that person to succeed are given. So an example of this, we've probably all seen that meme where there's three people of varying heights and they're standing behind a fence, trying to watch a horse race. And it's only the tallest person that can actually see over the fence and watch the race. With equity, the other two are given two different boxes of different heights for them to stand on so that they all end up the same height and can see and enjoy the race. Now, in my own podcast, now that the format has changed somewhat from a purely solo podcast, I'm making sure to include as many different women's voices as I can, including our clients, of course, but also women from across the industry as well. As you all know, I'm super passionate about having more women in podcasting, whether that is in front or behind the microphone. Last year, I took this further with the launch of Emmeline, which is my podcast network for women identifying podcasters and non-binary folks. It's still the case that only 11% of top podcasts are hosted by women, which is just insane. And actually only 2% of podcasts are presented by non-binary people. And sadly, the stats still only appear to recognize male and female when we're talking about who is hosting the podcast. This needs to change. We need more diversity in podcasting and definitely more women and non-binary voices being heard. So at Emmeline, we're on a mission to create a more equal representative industry Where everyone is heard and the opportunity to succeed in the industry, again, whether you're in front of the mic or behind, that that is a right, not a privilege. So unlike other networks, we're all about the small and independent podcasters who identify as a woman or non-binary. There are no minimum downloads required and there's no download ceiling because we're a growth-oriented network. We're not going to say, you have to have a certain number of downloads before you can join us. So if you'd like to go and find out more about Emmeline, you can go to emmelinenetwork.com and of course we'll link that up in the show notes as well for you. So what about your own podcast? Why should you embrace equity in your podcast and how can you do this if you're not sure? So here are five ways that you can start to embrace equity more as a podcaster first thing you can do number one is to seek out subscribe and support existing diverse podcasts there are so many of them clearly not enough but there are lots of them so go and check out podcasts in color i'll drop the link in the show notes as well for you but it's just basically podcasts and color is actually spelt c-o-l-o-r Number two, support a newbie to podcasting. So give some of your time, encourage them, signpost great resources that you know can help them, perhaps even like this podcast. (laughs) So if you know somebody who's new to podcasting and you've been doing this for a while now, give them some of your time. Number three, diversify the voices that you're sharing on your podcast. This is about sharing the voices of people who've got great stories to tell or a point of view that your audience might not have heard or might not have considered. And of course, social media can be terrible, but it's also fantastic for this. It's a great way to find new guests for your podcast. So just connect with them, send them a message and start a conversation. Number four, seek out podcast teams that talk about these issues and are mindful of equity. So here at the podcast boutique, we employ people from many different backgrounds. And if you have only white middle-aged men producing or working on your podcast, the issue of equity and the lack of diversity in our industry will carry on as it is. So look to employ people working on your podcast who are aware of these issues and talk about them and are doing things about it. Number five, finally, go and check out the missions that International Women's Day have for 2023. We'll link them up in the show notes, definitely. And there are seven of them covering technology, pay, creativity, health, sport. There will definitely be a mission that International Women's Day is supporting, that is going to catch your eye, that is going to make you want to do more. So there you have it. Here is a little summary of the five ways that you can embrace equity in your podcast. Number one, seek out, subscribe and support existing diverse podcasts. Number two, support a newbie to podcasting. Number three, diversify the voices you're sharing on your podcast. Number four, Seek out podcast teams that talk about these issues and are mindful of equity. And finally, number five, go and check out the International Women's Day Seven Missions for 2023. So I've got a really special guest with me this week, the fabulous Rona Barton. Rona is the host of Believe in Me with Rona Barton, the podcast. Me as in capital M-E. So the podcast is all about ME and each week Rona brings short, manageable episodes that cover all things ME and how to understand it, explain it to others and learning how to still love your life with it. So Rona is someone who lived with ME for almost 10 years and she is so passionate about offering hope and inspiration to others who are experiencing ME. She was actually bed bound and wheelchair bound with ME before finding her feet again and coming through the other side. So believe me when I say she completely understands this condition. If you're a woman living with ME, you've been recently diagnosed, maybe you have long COVID or actually someone in your life is suffering with ME or long COVID, then her podcast is definitely for you. She's going to be sharing her story here today and all about how she is embracing equity in the work that she does and on her podcast. So welcome to Rona. Tell me, what does the word equity mean to you, Rona?
1: I used to think it meant the same as equality. But actually, as I have gone through my ME journey and as I've spoken to others, I realise that's not a full enough or a round enough description. So I would look at it as though everybody is given the same opportunity to achieve a set task, for example, might be riding a bicycle, but they're given the tools and the resources that they need to do it in the way that works best for them. And I use the bicycle example because when I was unwell myself. My brother is a keen cyclist and he very kindly bundled me into his car one day, took me to a friend's house and his friend had a tandem bicycle. So Richard put me on the back, tied my feet into the pedals and off we went for a short cycle. And it was so lovely to be part of that. But what would have made it more level playing field for me, if you like, would have been instead of being on that tandem bike with him, he would have been on his bicycle. And because my arms were the strongest part of me at that point, I could have been given the option of what's called a recumbent bike. So one that you kind of sit or almost lie down in and you pedal with your arms. That would have made it instead of equal equitable for us. So we were both achieving the same task, but in the ways that worked best for each of our skill sets at that time.
0: That's brilliant. And I'm really glad that you've brought that point up because one of the big themes of International Women's Day this year is obviously equity, but also the conversation around the difference between equality and equity. So it's great that you've brought up. That's a brilliant example. How important do you think it is having equity within the podcasting world?
1: Oh, I, th- I think it's it's pretty much vital because there's so many people with so many diverse backgrounds and interesting stories that to my mind, because I, I love listening to podcasts anyway, that's why I have one, they should all be given the same opportunity to be able to be heard, to voice their thoughts, their opinions, their stories, but to do that in the way that suits their needs. So
0: yeah, equity is all about adapting and making things work for everyone, isn't it? So how do you think
1: this can be done more within podcasting? To be honest, I think lockdown has helped to some extent with this. We don't need to be getting ourselves to a studio or to an office or to an environment with other people. I know that when I had my ME, that would have just been impossible for me. Far too much energy would have been required to get me to a recording studio, for example. And I think what lockdown, there's One thing we can be grateful to the pandemic for is it's really opened up the opportunity for people who would be potentially hidden from society to now be seen and heard because we can easily set up a recording studio in our own home.
0: So in your podcast, you're really open and you're honest about your feelings and your thoughts and your opinions about your subject area. Do you think without your podcast, you would be using your voice In this way?
1: No, no, definitely not. I don't think I would be nearly as vocal as I am now. I sort of dipped my toe in the water a few years ago, writing a short book, and the people that have purchased that, that have read it, and have come back to me have been absolutely fabulous in the feedback I've received. They've been very grateful for it. And that really is what gave me a bit of a boost to take. A leap of faith and think yeah I can do this I mean (laughs) Lindsay we've known each other a while now you know I can chat to anybody and there's sort of no filter at times as well so being able to to sit in the comfort of my own home and chat away really to to myself in (laughs) in the office but know that what I'm saying could be ringing bells with other people who are in a similar situation and possibly offer them a bit of comfort a bit of support really is is what helps to push me forward fantastic
0: how are you using your podcast now to promote equity in your work and within you know the people who have me right now what are you doing with your podcast to promote equity
1: well th- the thing with ME and CFS and long COVID is that it doesn't take any prisoners, you know, it doesn't care what gender you are, it doesn't care where you live in the world, it doesn't care, you know, about your religious beliefs. There's up to 30 million people worldwide that live with ME on a daily basis. And unfortunately, between sort of seventy-five and eighty-five percent of people with ME are female. So there's there's no equity and there's no equality in the condition, unfortunately. I mean, I would love to be able to say that this type of person between these ages living in this part of the world will get ME and then we could fire resources at it, we could help these people out. But actually, ME, much like most chronic conditions... It just doesn't care. You know, you can throw money at all sorts of things, but money does not make you healthy, unfortunately. So I'm trying to use my podcast to highlight, although my target audience is females with ME or have recently been diagnosed with ME, I'm trying to raise awareness to other catchments if you like with that so that they can look at for example I've done a mini series for workplaces so that they can look at what they already have in place for anybody who's coming back after being off ill for any reason but looking at specifically what might be needed for each individual you know it's very much about treating people As individuals who are experts in their own bodies and what works for them and what doesn't work for them. So, I'm trying to raise awareness by making not just people who currently have the condition aware of what's needed and what's required, but also knowing that some of my listeners pass on the episodes, you know, they share as people do. So, people who are not affected can listen to what I'm saying and can hopefully consider how they can better help and support those that need it. And not just around ME, CFS or long COVID, but supporting people with any chronic condition, because we are all individuals.
0: So let's talk a little bit wider now, I guess, finally, around International Women's Day. What is your advice to women in podcasting when it comes to sharing their thoughts and ideas?
1: Speak up. And this is something I am trying to get better at doing myself. And I think this is a more dominant female trait, if you like. We tend to wait to hear what other people say. And if we don't agree with it, we don't always speak up at first. I think there's a lot of women out there who tend to reflect on what's been said before thinking about what they want to say. And often that means we get left behind in a conversation or we try and pick up a conversation again in future and we're shut down for it because that time's past. And I would say speak up now. You don't you don't need to go in all guns blazing, but you have a voice. You're empowered to use it. Find a way that works for you to say you're wrong or actually I have an opinion about that as well. And find other people, whether that's other women or anybody else you're surrounded with, find others who can champion what you're saying as well and give credit where credit's due. So if there's a woman in podcasting who's coming up with lots of ideas and lots of things to help boost your listenership or market the particular podcast and it's working, give them credit. Such
0: brilliant advice, Rona, and you know already I wholeheartedly agree with that 100%. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us today for this special episode.
1: Thank you. It's been lovely speaking to you again.
0: Thank you so much to Rona. Make sure that you go and check out her podcast, Believe in Me, capital M, capital E. We'll be sure to put the link in the show notes for you as well. Okay, I think it's time for another sound celebration. This is the part of the show where I bring you the podcast boutique, Sound Celebrations. Each week, we'll meet someone who is doing brilliant things in the world of podcasting. There are so many women in business with voices that need to be celebrated. Sound Celebrations shines a spotlight on people in podcasting with important messages.
2: Podcast Boutique Sound Celebration. I'm Dr. Mary Han. I'm a psychologist, a podcaster, and a parenting expert. I work with families who want to raise that happy, resilient, confident child and to avoid what seems to be an inevitable part of childhood at the moment and that's the increasing number of children that are suffering with mental health challenges. One in six children has a probable diagnosable mental health issue. Those stats were from 2020 so we know it's only getting worse. I think the key message I'm trying to give to parents within this campaign is that every moment counts. How can we capture those individual moments that we get those opportunities rather than focusing in on this big thing of trying to support children who are suffering from mental health issues? But how can we actually seize those individual fragmented moments that we can have with our children to do the preventative work? The goals from the campaign from One Million Moments are twofold. The first is by 2025, we want to reduce the number of children struggling with mental health from the current 16.6% down to 10%. So that's a whoppingly ambitious target, but I think we can do it. We all have our moments where we kind of get clarity. Mine is always in the shower. (laughs) There's something about the shower. And I was sort of thinking about how can I use what I've learned to leave something lasting Running this campaign, it just feels, I don't know, maybe it sounds a bit woo-woo and a bit a bit weird for some people, but I think that that's what I'm here for. I think that's my life's purpose. It's my opportunity to give back.
0: Thank you so much, Mary Han, for all that you're doing and for being the podcast boutique sound celebration this week. If you're doing something brilliant in the world of podcasting, then get in touch. We would love to celebrate your voice next. Now, if you're looking to grow your existing podcast, then keep your eyes peeled over in my Facebook group, Podcasting for Business Community, because I've got something very special coming your way in the next few days. The link to join my group is in the show notes for you. In next week's episode, we're going to be talking all about what it's really like to host a podcast when you're a busy mum. Thank you so much for listening and see you next week. You have been listening to the Podcasting for Business show with me, Lindsay Gould. I really hope you've enjoyed today's episode. I'll be back next week with more tips on launching a podcast to grow your business. Let's make it happen.